Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Martha. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? He's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lower East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. This is me to burn. It's in the house. (laughs) Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. And everybody wants me to do what they want me to do. But the actual thing, I'm always going to do what I want to do. Ah, is anybody told you? Truth is, there is no one that can do what I do. There is a storm coming! Like nothing you have ever seen! And not a one of you is prepared for it! Come in. Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Welcome to another edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. This is a Sunday morning call-in comedy program, and I do want you to call in. You, the listener, are the bedrock, the foundation that supports the mansion that is this show, the, the tapestries of comedy and narrative that we weave every week could not hang on these thick cement walls without you. So 904-351-0729 is our number. That's 904-351-0729. I'm pleased to tell you that I'm bringing you this show this morning from the noisiest chair that's ever existed. 
Hear that? Now it's not squeaking. <laughs> that thing was squeaking up a storm before the show started. I guess it's like this is that's what they call uh that's what they call performers uh not anxiety. What is it? It's per- it's performers uh c- courage, performers weight. No, you're not on. It's that thing where, like, you're feeling sick, but you know you've got a show, so you, uh, uh, for for the set, set for your set, you're, uh, you're, you don't feel sick because your adrenaline is getting you through, and that's what this chair is doing, and it's going to be doing for the next, uh, the next two hours. Why? Because this show is usually one hour, but today we are on for two. We are filling in for points of order yet again, uh, so definitely stick around for the 11 o'clock hour where things get crazy. The second hour of this show is, like, uh, the last sketch on SNL. Except it's an hour and it's good, you know. Where it's just like it's not just uh, it's not just the bar sketch where it's like Kate McKinnon makes out with the host. It's like <laughs> it's actually good. But guys, what's what are we doing here? It's Radio Free Brooklyn. We're here until noon. This is Young Persons Radio. I'm Colby Smith. We are then followed at noon by the Brooklyn Conversation, and that is followed at one p.m. by Objection to the Rule. Uh, we have talk shows all day until 11 p.m., folks. Uh, some are live, some are pre-recorded, but you can uh, hear them all at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, which is where you are now. So keep that player tab open until then. And in the meantime, you can call us at 904-351-0729. We've got guests on. We'll talk to him pretty soon. But first, I want to let you know that if you are enjoying us or whatever else you usually listen to here on the station and you want to learn how you can get involved and support what we're doing here, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. And if you want to sponsor this show in particular, which helps us keep the administrative costs down, you can go to RFB.NYC slash YPR and click the link at the bottom of the page that says sponsor this show. That's RFB.NYC slash YPR. And while you're at the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com website, in any capacity, you should also sign up for our newsletter. It is the best way to keep track of all of the exciting things that me and the other hosts have going on here at the station, including our our monthly live shows, of which we have two. The final Mondays at the Footlight in Ridgewood and first Mondays at the Well here in Bushwick. Uh, so you can get more information on those, how to attend, what bands are going to be playing, what acts are going to be performing the best way to get that info in a timely and up-to-the-minute fashion is to sign up for the Radio Free Brooklyn newsletter, of which the, the, the level of journalism is such that I am going to make a call right now that in 40 years, Steven Spielberg is going to make a The Post-style movie, but it's about Radio Free Brooklyn deciding whether or not to publish the lineup for The Secret fundraiser show that's going to be Meryl Streep just being like this newsletter's been in my family for generations <laughs> anyway is this a morning <laughs> this is a morning show uh, and I look I know everybody's not a not a, 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 a you know awake yet uh, but was, we're going to start the show like every good show gets started right every good show gets started with uh, with uh, some pump ups, some pumping up the crowd, and look, I can hear them. Look at them. Listen to them out there. Oh, they're they're getting hyped. They're getting hyped, right? They're here to see the show. But there's only one way to get it going, and that's to uh, that's to start interacting with the crowd. Yeah, how's everybody doing tonight? 
out? I mean, this morning. How's everybody doing this morning? We got to do this like it's a morning show. How's uh, who's out there that's drinking coffee? Who's maybe got a little orange juice? Who's got a, a, a grapefruit? Who's on their way to brunch? Oh, you guys love it. You guys love it. Let me hear it if you love brunch. I'm talking bottomless mimosa. I'm talking, oh, look who's being bad with their friends on a Sunday, drinking during the day. Oh, you guys are bad. Yeah! Avocado toast. All right. We ready to start the show? Let's keep the dull roar. Keep a dull roar. My guest today is a comedian, improviser, director, graphic designer, and an expert on fonts. He's a staffer at College Humor and is one of the hosts, along with Trevor Lyon, of Herbert's Video Store, a monthly comedy show at Legion Bar here in Brooklyn, and is the newest addition to the house improv teams at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Please welcome Amir Khan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What up, ass eaters? <laughs> they love you. Yeah. The crowd loves you already. Can I, I can say ass eaters and stuff. Yeah, you can say everything you want. Okay, We've okay. now immediately hit on the podcast uh, trope of, can I curse? <laughs> <laughs> Have we started yet? Yeah. Have we started yet? <laughs> now, uh, please say, uh, please say, keep it crispy, Amir. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, buddy? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. Uh, yeah, when I came to the building, mm -hmm. I kept walking. I didn't. Re this is such a nice building. I told you earlier, I, I just kept walking. And yeah. I had headphones in listening to a, someone talking about fonts. Yeah. And you were yelling for me yeah. in the distance. <laughs> I, I was. did not realize until I heard my name when there was a quiet silence before <laughs> the next person could talk about, like, Futura or something. Is this, is there a, is the, like, the font community real into a podcast? It was a comedy podcast where they had uh, oh. Mitch McGee on to talk about okay cool it's an old episode of, okay i don't know good don't get me started or something i don't remember oh yeah yeah D don't get me started talking about fonts uh they they talk about all kinds of crazy stuff on that show it's gone show's over it's over it's over baby oh how am i gonna know uh what <laughs> neil casey thinks about <laughs> psychopharmacology or whatever Eggity shit. No, i'm just kidding ah, <laughs> yeah no we like it we like neil casey's funny but look, that's what we're here to do. We're here to stir it up this morning. Oh, right? I'm a big time shit talker. That's, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. We don't have to get into it right away. Okay. Unless you want to. I don't, but I want to. Who sucks? <laughs> Myself. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Grateful Dead. Oh, man. Wow. You know what I'm saying by that question? Let's, let's hear yeah. you get into it. You're so, yeah. Talking. So, I, I, I promoted this before last week's show. Uh, with Chloe Bryan, which is now on the uh, which is now on podcast feed. It's a great episode. Everybody should check it out. But uh, yeah, I went to the uh, I went to the the Phil and Bobby duo tour uh, last Saturday night, 
uh, at the uh, at the Radio City Music Hall. Night two of two. So you know Phil it's and Bobby be are wild. the alive ones. They're the alive ones okay. of the dead. Yeah, they uh, it's it's Phil Lesh, who was the bassist, and uh, Bob Weir, who's the uh, uh, guitar one of the guitars. Yeah, oh. uh, other than other than uh, other than Jerry, my boy. Oh, Jerry's a classic. He has a ice cream cherry. So why did I go to this show? I have made no secret <laughs> on the air in the past how I feel about the Grateful Dead, and those feelings are negative, Amir. I got patience for a couple of the songs. Uh-huh. I like um, I like Fire on the Mountain. Don't know it. Don't know. And I literally know <clears throat> nothing about the Grateful Dead uh-huh. except like they have that cool skull, like skull thing. So yes, uh, I think the and I'm you know Tom Sharpling's talked about this too. All the art, the iconography around the Grateful Dead is really cool. There's like the skull and the bears and like all the colors and stuff, and that's that's cool. It is cool. And it before I ever heard them, and I saw the album covers and everything i was like this has got to be the heaviest band <laughs> like they've got to be so intense like look at it this is so scary like this is skull <laughs> that's how i heard when i heard of like bands like uh, like judas priest like when, uh-huh. I was com- when i was young i was like this is gonna be such a heavy band yeah <laughs> and then i heard like they're singing and it's very oh, operatic yeah. and i'm like this is not scary at all it's a, a lot of the uh the bands like from that era just they the the scariness of them i don't think is is on at all iron maiden uh, exactly is the same i'm like yeah. they have the coolest like graphics like skeletons and like their name is iron oh, yeah. maiden and then i heard like the trooper by them and i was like oh man and that's the other thing is like the titles of these songs are like <laughs> it's like run for the hill it's run to the hills <laughs> run, run to, to the, the hills, hills yeah. is one and i'm just like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I like Iron Maiden, but it's sure, not heavy. Sure, sure. It, I feel like they're more like melodic hard rock than yeah. like a heavy metal. It's definitely sound. not what you think of when you think of heavy metal now. You know? Oh yeah, it's D- definitely despite it's like way more extreme. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that like like throaty uh, like singing, you know, which I'm into. Okay. Good night. What? You don't like that? <laughs> Wait, throaty. You don't like what the way? like. Oh, that I'm big on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, I thought Amir liked metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, big time. <laughs> Doesn't like any of the singers though. <laughs> I like uh, it's like yeah. What if, uh, what if what if Sufjan Stevens was singer for a metal band? That's what you like, oh, right? Hey, that, honestly, that would probably be a good album. <laughs> I think it would be pretty cool, actually. Uh, did you see him at the Oscars? I did. It was a a very underwhelming performance. I felt like with mm. the song. I love that song. I like, yeah, listen to it like yeah. once a day. It was underwhelming. I felt like he he's like such a weirdo kind of guy. He would have like a yeah. cool like big performance, but it was so small. Yeah, I think like. In comparison to how gigantic the other performances were, it was a little more like muted and reserved. But yeah. uh, I kind of appreciated that. I will. Uh, I will say it was uh, the best music performance of that. Uh, that terrible, com- <laughs> common, <laughs> like oh. a freestyle poetry. Oh, that was woke that was thing. weird. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't a, wasn't a fan. And I don't like common. I'll say that you don't like common. I don't like common. I like his uh, acting. <laughs> that's probably why i'm annoyed by him he's good in john wick yeah john wick's great movie that scene where where they're shooting at each other in a mall and nobody cares is what very... is the, is is john i was trying to 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 figure this out the other day is john wick the movie where because there is a scene in the mall where he like it, like i for some reason in my mind it's tom cruise but it might be john wick where like there's a shootout in a mall and there's like all these snipers on the upper level and he's on the lower level and he like ducks behind a mom. <laughs> That's Tom Cruise probably. I think 
think it's Tom Cruise. There's some movie, and look, all the callers, I know they're all just like screaming at their radios right now. They're just like, it's Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> but there's a scene in a Tom Cruise movie where someone, people are chasing him through a mall, and he's on the lower level, and there's someone, there's a bunch of people on the upper level, and they're like, we got him. We got him on all corners. And then he, he ducks behind a mom <laughs> with shopping bags and like a daughter to like use them as a human shield. <laughs> and the, the, the soundtrack, the like action soundtrack goes quiet for a second. And in the mall, they are playing the song Moon River from <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's like, -na 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 -na. and then Tom Cruise ducks behind a, a mom and you just hear wider than a mile. <laughs> So very much was like a mob movie. We're going to kill this mother. Yeah, kind of situation. But very then, much. Does so. she die? Uh, no, I think he. Uh, I think he uses her uh, as camouflage, really, oh, okay. and, and gets away. Well, like he shame. ducks into a gap or something. <laughs> what if there was a scene where Tom Cruise ducks into a gap, buys a shirt, <laughs> and says, "I love Gap," and then continues. It looks straight to camera. <laughs> I love Gap. Gap logo pops up on the screen. He walks out. The rest of the movie is him driving home. Yeah. I would like it. I would love that. <laughs> Just smiling, looking over at the bag in the passenger seat <laughs> affectionately. Yeah, and the whole build up to that is that shooting scene. Yeah. yeah. It's like they forget about that completely. <laughs> yeah, all the bad guys then go to Old Navy and uh, then they're like, We love the whole the whole gap family. Oh yeah, and there's a their children at the Banana Republic. Yeah, yeah. I Which think it's those all, three, right? Where all my children shop for their clothes. All my children. Oh, Banana Republic. Is that true? Yeah. How many kids do you have? Too. Okay, that's good to hear. <laughs> I know you're getting busy, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Hope <laughs> <laughs> he does it at least twice or once, and they're twins. I found both of them. Oh, that's not good. In a park. Oh, that's good. How old are they? Five and seven. That's good, dude. Kindergarten, second grade. I'm gonna report you. They're doing a multiplication table. What kind? What kind? What kind of multiplication table? They're on to the twelves. Yeah. Actually, I can't do 12s. I'm not good at it. What? I'm, I, this is a true fact. I failed pre-algebra, algebra 1, and algebra 2. Mm -hmm. I'm very, extremely bad at math. Is that when you knew you were a, a visual thinker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very dumb. <laughs> yeah. Is that what people mean when they say they're visual learners? It means they're, they're dumb? dumb as hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone who says they're a visual learner is not taught. <laughs> They're not making a lot of money in their life. That is, oh, that's so funny. It's classic. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. <laughs> now, Amir. Yeah. You host Herbert's Video Store with our friend Trevor Lyon. Yes, he's legendary, as he would say. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Okay. Everybody knows him. He's a nice guy. He says he's legendary a lot, and mm -hmm. uh, he talks about farting a lot, and I love it. And who would know if he's legendary better than he himself? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it just shows, where did the show come from? Show came from me and Trevor wanted to show our videos to people and nobody <laughs> wanted to see them. So we put, <laughs> so we made a show so where people like have trap to them see in a them. room. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like all your friends are performing on the show. Exactly. <laughs> and we're like, hey, we should do it. And I uh, get some of our friends to make, you've done a video for the show. Yeah, I've done a video for and the you've show. you performed on it like mm -hmm. two or three times. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, really, it was really, really good. Oh, thank you for saying that. It's very Thanks. fun. We like to get yeah. uh, outside of the box kind of people. It is like, uh, uh, there look, there are a lot of shows at Legion. For for the listeners who don't know, there are a lot of comedy shows at Legion, uh, and this one is is unique. Oh well, I haven't gone to a lot of shows at Legion. I refuse to go to shows. 
You might know that. I've barely gone to any of your shows. Yeah, but I don't. But see, I don't expect you to go. That's Amir. fair. That's, uh, I built that around me where <laughs> yeah. people don't expect me at things anymore. Exactly. I just live I live far, so it takes me like uh-huh. an hour to get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay. is tough. Yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the show, everybody. <laughs> Let's get some calls going. It's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. That's nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. Me and Amir are going to be on the radio for two hours. So if you want to talk to us for a length of time. You know, now is the time to do it. If you're my friend and you're calling, that's nice. If you're strange mm-hmm. and you're calling, that's also that's nice. even better. Because look, I know, I know what this. Look, I'm not in the dark here. I know what the deal is with this show. I see the ratings every week <laughs> from the station, <laughs> and I know big, that you, baby. I know that you people are out there. Okay, I know that you people are out there, and I know that you're not calling. And uh, uh, if you think that that somehow absolves you from my wrath. That you're just listening. You're wrong. Colby's wrath is dark, demonic, and demented. You heard, yeah, exactly. Amir can see me. He likes school shootings. He says he. <laughs> okay. He has, All right. Colby has said it <laughs> in <right>. private. <laughs> that is okay. Uh, FCC, you can haul me away right now. I uh, admit to the crime. <laughs> There's a record of it. But seriously. <laughs> Let's call in uh, 904-351-0729. That's 351-07. What is it? Three, uh, 904-351-0729. You try saying 10 numbers back to back. I know you couldn't. You can't even multiply 12 and 12. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. 124. Now, Amir, we, we got off to talking about the Grateful Dead. Yes. So I... I 136? I, what is it? What? What's one? What's what is it? Twelve it's, times twelve. It's one forty-four. I was very wrong. Okay, I'm dumb. All right, sorry. Let's talk about Grateful Dead. <laughs> I would say at this Grateful Dead show there were um, three hundred times three hundred uh, people, people there. <laughs> Four hundred and twenty. Yeah. Four twenty. Oh, but yeah. first of all, I would like to take a call, and we have our first call of the show, uh, and I'm going to take it right now. Caller, you are on the air on Radio Free Brooklyn with uh, with me and Amir Khan. Hi, fellas. Hi, who's this? This is Sarah Boatwright. I just woke up. Oh, Sarah Boatwright. Thank you for calling in. How are you this morning? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm feeling really well rested today. That's great. Yeah, what time did you go to sleep? <sighs> like 2.30. Oh, okay. That, that, nice. Well, it's 3.30 because it was the daylight savings time. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get a no, good night to rest. No, 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 no. Huh? <laughs> no, it was two. It was two thirty. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. I see. It was already happening. Mm-hmm. Like it was one, but then it was two, and then I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good. I'm glad. I uh, I I didn't get it. I I went to bed at a reasonable hour and still didn't still feel rested. I haven't felt rested. I think since freshman year of college. Yeah, I feel like that's your thing. <laughs> I feel like you're a manic, non-rested man. <laughs> Sarah, do you agree with this? You know, you have kids, right? Like, hmm? when you have kids, you don't. When you have kids, you don't get a lot of rest, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, they keep me up. Did you take them to church this morning? Yeah, I took them to a six a.m. service. Oh, that's uh, cool. it, it lasts thirty seconds, and we just have uh, crackers and communion wine. Oh, that's tasty. I guess. Yeah, it is. It is tasty. That's how I. That's how I pick my church. You go to church, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, you go to church, no. Sarah. No. Oh, you're going to hell. No. Did oh, you ever? Christ. Did you ever? 
when you were a child? Did your family take you? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I see you might go to heaven, maybe. um, We we used to go to a Roman Catholic church in Ohio, Mm -hmm. and um, we would listen to Prairie Home Companion on the way there. Oh, yeah. Every Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, we all know what happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Looking back on it, I'm like, wow, that whole whole set of memories is really tainted i've actually seen garrison keeler live like three times really as an adult or with your family yeah i yeah as an adult like not that long ago what is what is the live show <laughs> like like how does it unfold it was really fun i don't know it's like you know they got the whole setup on the stage they he always used to do it at town hall mm-hmm. and uh you know, it would be like the funny sound guy with his like crazy apparatus and then a small band and then like a series of mics for the actors and the guests and they would stand. And then Garrison Keillor would like have a bunch of papers in his mm. hands and he'd be like walking around the stage and throwing the papers on the <laughs> stage as he like worked through segments. Uh-huh. And, um, like, uh, and he was always really inappropriate with the female guests. <laughs> oh, good. I like that guy. Now, was that something that occurred when, to you at the time, or is it like, oh, I, now after knowing his behavior, are you like, oh, actually, I think I saw some stuff? <laughs> I was, well, it was kind of like my initial reaction was something like, oh, and then I was like, oh, well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, know, did you like, go to these shows after he got exposed? Like, well, <laughs> huh? Did you go to these shows after he got exposed? Did I go to any shows? Yeah. I don't think he was allowed to do anymore. Actually, no I don't one's think booking he was him now. Touring anymore <laughs> at, by the time he was exposed. I see. Now there is a movie about the Prairie Home Companion directed by Robert Altman. Uh, they came out in yeah. like 2006. Should I see? Because I like Robert Altman, uh, but I, I'm not a big. I, I didn't just didn't grow up listening to Prairie Home Companion. Will I get it if I yeah. watch it? I mean, Prairie Home Companion was just like a radio variety show. Yeah. So I feel like people who grew up on it would uh, like. I very much appreciated the movie because I was like oh my god like i've always wondered what this looks like in real life Mm -hmm. and the fact that it's just riddled with celebrities and then one of like garrison keeler's most notable characters guy noir private eye is like dramatized by kevin klein and like it was all very it all felt very magical for me Mm. but um Sorry, my brother's calling me at the same time I'm on this radio show. Do you do you need to anymore. take this? Can we go through with um, your brother? Yeah, can you add him to the line? Oh, that was... Oh, I already sent his voicemail. That's, oh, oh, man, man, that would have been so fun. Man. Oh, yeah. well, he probably wouldn't have liked that. Anyway, <laughs> okay. um, so yeah, so I don't know. I think it's a good movie, but yeah, maybe you would have you would watch it and be like, huh, this is an okay movie, but I don't really understand the appeal of prairie home companion yeah. i don't know i don't know you know yeah Colby, i can't tell you i just gotta check it out i gotta take the plunge you know just like take some initiative mm-hmm. do your thing yeah, yeah. take some initiative um, for once colby <laughs> take 
initiative. Um, okay. I, I think it sounds and, crazy, but I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, so uh, what else is going on? Uh, I'll tell you what. I haven't had anything go into my body at all today. Maybe a little bit of toothpaste. I had some, haven't had drank water. I haven't had breakfast. Uh, now I'm sleepy. Mm. Yes. That's my morning. You guys should eat something. Yeah, we're going to be on the air for two more hours. Yeah, yeah. Until noon. Until noon. You know, in the past, I've filled in for the sports show after mine, and uh, I've tried to uh, talk uh, sports uh, to try it, but their listeners didn't like it. They called (laughs) in, and they were like, this is, you're doing a bad job. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Is it March Madness yet? I feel like it is. My Twitter Uh, um, explore page is very... Yeah, I think it's technically... You don't follow college ball, Amir? I don't follow college balls, no. No. I follow uh, the NFL. I can talk football. Okay. Just follow football, The NFL is still not college ball, but... uh, Word. Are you a college freak? Who's your favorite team? Uh... Football or college? Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Miami native. Are you from Florida? I'm from Miami, baby. Yeah. Wow. Miami Vice. It's true. I was in that movie. The new remake. <laughs> As no, an extra? I was Wait, not in that movie. Wait, is that where you live now? Is that why it takes you so long to get everywhere? Oh. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I ride my bike. Uh, oh, got him. <laughs> Zing. I got Freaking destroyed. Is Jeff Ross on the phone? Because you're bald as well. Sarah's bald, people. Yeah. But you're growing your hair out again, right? Yeah, it's pretty grown out. I'm not bald. Anymore. I'm never really bald, but I definitely did have a very close buzz cut for like last year. Yeah, you're like a Furiosa. It was cool. It was cool. It was a cool look. I start. Um, thank you. I really liked it, um, and it precipitated um, an, uh, an, introdu- an introduction that still sticks when Millie's introducing me at our show Pizza Time. The next one is on is Tuesday, Tuesday, right? Tuesday, yes. 8 p.m. at Artichoke um, in Bushwick. Yeah, right off the Jefferson L. Um, Who do you host that with? She always introduces me. Hmm? Who do you host that with? Millie Tamaras and Jordan. Jordan and Jason yeah. from the rundown with Robin Thede. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jordana won't be there. She's going to be in South by Southwest, so don't get excited. Anyways, um, yeah, Millie always introduces me as looking like the one white woman at the end of every sci-fi action film who actually survived. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. That's very funny. Yeah, Millie's very funny. Yeah. I'm like, that's apt. And that's actually most of the roles that I go out for. When my manager sends me out for like feature stuff or TV, uh-huh. you do cool stuff. But, I feel like on your Instagram, you're always posting like you're on set doing something. Man, thank you so much. Um, I'm really glad it comes off that way. <laughs> um, I uh, always ap- I want to appear to look busy, so I'm glad that it's well, translating. Working. Colby looks like a lazy piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah. All my uh, all my Instagrams are just like, couldn't get out of bed again today. Here's my wall. <laughs> he posts a lot of pictures oh, of his well, white wall. 
Couldn't even be bothered to hang up a poster. Mo. <laughs> Another sad day looking at my white wall. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You're just another guy living in Brooklyn. That's right. <laughs> Nothing remarkable here. Sorry. Well, Sarah, <laughs> thanks so much for calling in. <laughs> thanks for having me. I, this is super random. I was like looking at Instagram when I woke up and I saw this and I was like, I'm totally going to call. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad you did. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Sarah Boatwright. She's uh she's great. Yeah, she's kicking, very funny. She's super funny. And everybody who's not going to the Channel 101 screening on uh on <laughs> Tuesday should go to uh go to their show cuz it's really good. Yeah. It's a really good show. And then they do a mic after. Uh and it's like the warmest room uh I have any open mic. Is that true? Oh, it's the best. Oh, I I've, cool. I've done it a couple times and I'm just like, yeah, like this is that how they should all feel. <laughs> but none of them do. So it's really, yeah, if anyone's like looking to try stuff out, that's a great place to go and do it on well, uh, on Tuesday. What, uh, plug it where it is, I guess? It's so at the Artichoke know. Pizza on Wyckoff Avenue in Bushwick um, at 8 p.m. at the show starts, and the mic starts right after. Speaking of a Tuesday, you got you got a show uh, in Channel 101. That's Do people right. know about that? No, they, they don't know about it. Oh, they should know. Colby <clears> is <throat> one of the funniest comedians I know. He does some of the weirdest videos. You stop. And he has a very funny series called David Lynch Ruins on Channel 101. Mm-hmm. And if you, you could come see it on a, on the big screen on Tuesday. Oh, it's, I'm very. I'm probably going to go to that one. I'm very excited. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna put them all up online. I think once the series gets voted out, <laughs> I think as soon as we have a, a, a more than a couple, we're gonna put them all up at once. How many? Do you, you're on episode three now, right? Yeah, this is episode three is on Tuesday. So oh, far, David Lynch has ruined interviews, Valentine's Day, and on Tuesday he will ruin a good night's sleep. Oh, that's great. I'm very yeah. excited for that. Yeah. He's going to do something demented. Might see some familiar faces in the video. I don't know. Oh, wow. Am I going to see my buddy, Trevor Lyon? No. Am I going to see my buddy, Tim Keck? No. Am I going to see <laughs> my buddy, James Cross? No. <laughs> I'm trying to think of people who might Nathan be. Nathan Yaffe. Nathan Yaffe. Oh, Nathan. Yeah, he's yeah. a sleepy guy. That's perfect casting. Yeah, exactly. He's truly the sleepiest man I've ever met. <laughs> Has Nathan done this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. Nathan, uh, uh, not to just talk about past shows, but uh, Nathan's episode, uh, he just, because he does Drawfee on uh, College Humor's uh, YouTube channel. I work with Nathan. I know you do. I'm doing it for the listeners. I'm speaking to the, the, the whatever you guys are called. <laughs> I'm speaking to the listeners. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. So he, uh, uh, he does this very popular show for them uh, in which listeners tell them what to draw and then they draw it and the video is of him drawing it and talking to his co-host uh, Caldwell Tanner. Uh is he called Caldwell still on the show, right? Honestly, I don't. Okay. Know. I think so. So, uh, uh yeah, so they they talk while they draw and it's a, a super popular show. So he had a lot of uh, young aspiring illustrators and animators calling in to just ask him very earnest uh advice. That's very nice. About uh art. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very, very sweet show, <laughs> which people can check out at ypr.podomatic.com or rfb.nyc slash ypr, where all of the podcast archives are of the show. It was last May, I think, that Nathan was on. Oh, that was a long time ago. He's a sweet, sweet man. Speaking and his fans of uh, are sweet. the young children, yeah. uh, they uh, since me and Nathan work together in the same building, I'll often see like stray teenagers in our building we're just getting a tour because I guess they're fans of Nathan's work. So we'll just be sitting at work and talking on Slack, like me and Trevor or something. 
being like, why are there teenagers in our building? Uh-huh. And they're just there to see Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. He does. Uh, he helps a lot of teenagers out. He does. Yeah, I think there are like, you see it in there. There are dedicated fans of. There's something about animation that just it takes sad lonely teens mm-hmm. and it just it's everything they want yeah we're like because they like hentai and they like us seeing uh <laughs> no, goku bang don't. sailor moon no, they don't they do they want to see death note but porno style <laughs> they like like steven universe you're banging <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're all horn dogs and it's fine yeah holy uh, sad lonely teens and their black hoodies and their uh, uh, eyeliner. Their eyeliner. Guy liner. What are those belts called that have the like diamond studs on them? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like rocker. I don't know what yeah. they're called, but I call them rocker belts. Rocker belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they get. Yeah, the, the looks haven't changed since uh, uh, 2005 Mall Goths that yeah. I'm uh, evoking in my mind. Yeah. But anyway, this Grateful Dead show. <laughs> it's taking me 40 minutes to tell this story. <laughs> this just, Amir just hit his head on the microphone. <laughs> This guy go to this Grateful Dead show, and it's not a. I mean, it is a Grateful Dead show, but it's not billed as such. It's at Radio City Music Hall, which is in New York City. If you haven't been to it, it is by far the nicest building I've ever been inside. I haven't been to. It is so beautiful. It's like it. It's from the '30s. It's like beautiful. Like the carpets are all like finely designed, and there's all this kind of ornate stuff on the walls. And the room itself is so wide in a way that concert venues are not. Like, the stage itself is very big. It's this beautiful building. It's got these, like, orange lights, and there's all this gold stuff and everything. It's so beautiful. And who swarms this thing but 6,000 just deadbeats in, like, in like T-shirts from the 1980s that, like, are sweat-stained. And they've all got horrible, like, beards and facial hair. And they're all just like roaming around, just like really excited. Like maybe we'll get a, 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 a trucking. Maybe we'll they'll play trucking at this show. And it's and like the the people who work there are walking around in like vests and bow ties, just like right this way, sir. Right this way to your seat. And they're like, oh. <laughs> there are people who are like uh, uh, smoking weed out of uh, out of like vape pens and oh, stuff. Yeah. It's like so lame. It's the lamest. <laughs> show. And I was just like, you know, but like I went, I had family in town and that are that are into it. And I was like, I was so ready to go in with like an open mind and just like enjoy, meet everybody where they are and just kind of enjoy what it is. And like they play the first couple songs, and it's like it's like yeah, like sure these jams are really long and boring, you know. But I like I kind I get like people are having a good time like enjoying this like the the mood was positive and then at the end they they played two halves of the show okay and then uh um the 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 big song is the to end the first set is a touch of gray which is the the biggest this grateful dead had a hit with it in the 80s okay and it's the one you probably it's like i will get by i truly have never heard i'm gonna play i'm gonna play a little bit of it for you okay i'm gonna cue this up real quick here we go. Goes like this, right? So it goes on like that for a little while, okay. right? They're playing the song. Then they get to the end of the first chorus, which ends like this. I will survive. 
right? It okay. ends with, I will survive, right? Okay. So they're playing this song, right? And this, the guy behind me does this for that song. No one has said a word. Like the whole thing has been like they're playing slower songs. It's been like very respectful, you know. And then this guy breaks it with "I was survive." That guy just wanted to get it out. A guy from across the 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 venue. The uh, we're on like the left side of the stage. Uh From the right side of this stage, this other guy goes, "Ah, shut up." That's going to be you in like 35 years. <laughs> everybody turned on each other. I really thought that story was going to end with everybody got crazy and had a lot of fun no. after that guy started it off. But nope, that guy everyone turned on that son of a bitch. No, and it was the most like dismissive. It wasn't even like an angry shut up, you know, like yeah. shut up. It was yeah, shut up. <laughs> That guy clearly ruined that song like, for that man. Oh, like I've heard this all before. Yeah. Eh, shut up. Uh, no one cares about you. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Was that the highlight of your evening? It it was. It was. Yeah. 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 Um, Did you uh, do or, mushrooms with your parents? No, I didn't do mushrooms with yeah. them. But the funny, th- it, no, no, it, was, it was crazy because after this first set, they take an intermission that I thought was going to last like, tops a half hour and it lasted 45 minutes that's absurd and it really sucked the energy out of me and like my willfulness to like give this thing the benefit of the doubt and it's a shame because um i really needed to be on their side for the second half of the show yeah which was the electric half of the show oh that's the fun side which featured special guest for the entire second half of the show (laughs) Trey Anastasio from Fish. Baby. I was about to bring up Fish. I was to be like, I wonder, <sighs> have you been to a Fish show? No, I, I that is that is a level I can't stoop to. I feel like right. I'd rather see Fish than Grateful Dead because I feel uh-huh. like at least Fish people are having fun. Right. Grateful Dead people are a bit older, so they're just like drinking beer, sitting in chairs. Yeah. I well, I mean, there were some beach balls flying around. Oh, yeah, with the beach balls, especially uh, second hit. But it's just like these these it's all dudes. And what was more confusing than like. The old guys who had clearly, you know, been just like, they're just in the habit of seeing these guys every time they come through town. There was like a young couple who could not have been older than like NYU seniors who were a couple rows in front of us just having an amazing time. (laughs) And uh, I just I just don't I don't know what it is about this that connects with anybody. Like I understand (laughs) I understand like the generational thing because it's like it's like a lot of times things that are important to a generation are not good, really. They're just like they're they're of the time. They're like important in, yeah. in that way. And this, I think, is a really good example of that. Where uh, it was like the late sixties and into the seventies, where it was like everyone was the, the boundaries of what people were expecting from music were were changing, you know, yeah. and they were being pushed in that in a, in a whatever way you know we want to call it. Uh, not most of that stuff is bad. <laughs> Uh, and I think this is of the worst of it. Yeah. Uh, but I understand, like, wanting to go and, like, connect with that, like, youthful part of yourself. But if you're, like, 21, 
That's absurd. Like that, what does this give you? What does it give you? I just heard that little clip. I'm like, this sounds like Jimmy Buffett. Like, oh, I'm definitely. completely fine without ever hearing this again. Yes. <laughs> like, I can't imagine yeah. listening to that on like Spotify or but anything. But the crazy thing Spotify, is, Spotify, you should download it. It's a great app. You could pay for it monthly, no ads. Uh, you could listen to music podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to get you a Spotify sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, Spotify is going to sponsor this nonprofit community uh, freeform station. Hey, this is the lifeblood of America, folks. Stuff like this. Corporation. Yeah, corporation. <laughs> yeah, God. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that that song. What's crazy about that song in particular is like that was their hit. That yeah. was that's the song that like after they were around for a while they had this hit and that got a bunch of people in the door. I could imagine that being like a hit in the, of the that's in the eighties. Yeah, think. yeah. I was, can imagine that being popular back then, but honestly, I can imagine them being like hearing that song and be like, okay, that's a good song, and then forgetting about them completely. Yeah, there are no Bruno Mars. No, this came out in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, it's the late eighties too. I yeah, mean, that's like kind of hair metal. And, uh, yeah. It's a little strange that that was a <laughs> at the time. Yeah, that seems a bit earlier. But, I mean, it is funny that it took them 20 years of being a band to have a hit. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like if I was in a band and uh, we were around for 10 years and nothing happened, I think I would just be like... But it's not like nothing happened. For, I mean, like, they were still, like, they were a, a sought-after live act. Oh, you know? okay, I guess uh, that's fair. I guess it's, I guess back then that's a bit different because now we yeah. have, like, Spotify, and, yeah. which you should be downloading on your uh, smartphones, uh, <laughs> laptops. <laughs> and uh pandora i guess but we don't yeah. say that name on this no 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 <laughs> we're, a Sp- we're a spotify radio station <laughs> that's right i went to a i've been to two concerts that had intermissions nothing that weren't 45 minutes but i figured uh-huh. hey let's let's talk about the jenny lewis concert i went to yo i love jenny lewis oh she's great i don't talk about her enough on this show for how much i love her she's very good me and my girlfriend went to the uh Robert for Coat tour. I guess she was playing the whole album over. Like, did you go to the Beacon Theater show? I absolutely did. Guess who else was there, baby? Was it you, Colby? Yeah, it was. Oh, me and Colby were together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I was. I gonna, it was so good. When you were talking about Radio City Music Hall, I was going to interject with Beacon. Uh-huh. Be- is it Beacon Theater? Beacon Theater is very nice, but it's uh, it's like a third of the size. Of, oh, really? Uh, of uh, of Radio City, I think Beacon Theater is like two thousand capacity. And I mean, you know what? I'm going to look this up. Look it up. But uh, yeah, the concert was so good. It was awesome, and I'm glad. I was like, I don't know too much of her her solo stuff, and the first half was just that album. Mm-hmm. The second half was all the classics from Rilo Kylie, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so stoked on that. And it was uh, uh, she played a couple songs from the uh, the Voyager uh, mm-hmm. album, uh, yeah. which came, which I thought was so good. There's, it was a like, good album. not a bad song on that. Yeah, it's like ten perfect Jenny Lewis songs. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand eight hundred ninety four is the capacity for uh, uh, radio for a Beacon Theater. Uh, radio City is 6,015. Holy so it's about shit. half the size. Yeah. Um, but your Beacon Theater is beautiful. I, I think it's weird. I think it's good to see someone like Jenny Lewis there, but I've seen like rockier acts there, and I don't yeah. think it quite works. Yeah, I feel uh, like with a... She does kind of like slower folk stuff sometimes yeah, so it works yeah. where you want to sit down, but I feel like if you're seeing... I may, I'm imagining you saw Franz Ferdinand there or something. <laughs> no, no. Uh, or it's just like, I don't want to see a band I like actually sitting. I don't like Franz Ferdinand other than the song that is the intro for this uh, show. That's great. I like this one. I like that one, and I like the one that's like, I'll do... Da, 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 da. I feel like maybe I've heard that song. Is that a, is that a hit? I think it was in a commercial. <laughs> Target, 904-351-0729. <laughs> What's your favorite song from a commercial? 904-351-0729. No, but uh, Jenny Lewis, uh, very, very good. Oh, 
Very good. She comes back from the intermission. First thing. Boop, boo, doo, boo, oh, boo, God. Doo, doo, doo. It was great. My girlfriend saw her teacher there. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend's in uh, college, but she's not a youngster. She's like, she went back to school. Sure. Uh, yeah. I want to clarify that so people don't think I'm creepy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, she saw Your 18-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she just turned 18, too. We've been together for years. <laughs> uh, yeah, she... She saw one of, I think her teacher or someone, some person who's like, you shouldn't see at a concert. Mm. And uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 I saw uh, Busy Phillips was there. Really? I saw her. I was like, this is cool. That's wild. Yeah, maybe her. I think it was her. Maybe I'm confusing her with somebody else. I was sitting Another next celebrity. to uh, like a, a girl who was probably like 22, like with her mom. And like it was, they, she was like very into it. And her mom was like enjoying it, like through her daughter. Uh, She's after her daughter was having a good time. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I went to a... The other show I went to... They want to talk. Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. The other show I went to was a... That an intermission was the Beach Boys. I went with a good old buddy, Ryan Creamer. (laughs) He had an extra thick. He's like, you want to go? I'm like, yes. Oh, man. And uh, This was recently, right? This was like in the past year and a half. Because they just did like a big 50th anniversary It was a Beacon Theater, too. Okay, yeah. yeah. It uh, was at the Beacon Theater? Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, we were the youngest people there, and we were both <laughs> we're both like twenty six or twenty five, uh-huh. which is like not old, but it's like this should usually be younger people. You're not at a, a concert. child, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was absurd how boring <laughs> first half was. I mean, I yeah. like the Beach Boys, yeah, but it's just like I think they're more fun listening to in your earphones, like walking down mm-hmm. the street, like putting you in a good mood. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was good. It was good, and then uh. Second half, they played all the Beach Boys classics, baby. Nice. Yes. Nice. Good vibrations. Oh, they they went good. Kokomo? Uh, we did Kokomo. We uh, went there. Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, it would be nice, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think of other ones. I'm very much a greatest hits uh, Beach Boys fan. So am I. I didn't know too much. I knew their biggest hits, and that's mm-hmm. why first half. I mean, they were playing Pet Sounds, which is like right. their big album. It's. I mean, most of the hits come from come from that album. Yeah. Uh, so I knew like two or three, and then they had like a Surfing USA in the second half and stuff like that. And that's when all the old people got up and started dancing, and it was just like very fun in oh. that part. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's why I thought the Grateful Dead concert was going to turn second half. Everybody wasn't <laughs> going to dancing, but no. Nope, well, it's ah, shut up. Yeah, shut up. I will say that the, it was, the second half was more rocking, oh, uh, relatively cool. speaking, obviously, yeah. where like people. The first half was people were just like walking around. No, like they were still like going out to get beers and like talking to each other. Nobody seemed to be really paying attention. But the second half was when they were just like, "Oh yeah, we're getting playing in the band," and then ah oh, yeah, and then that song would last for forty minutes. I feel so sad when there's an opening band or comedian and then mm-hmm. everyone is still filing in. Yeah, I know. I feel so sad. Yeah, I if I was that comedian, I would just be like. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's it. I know. And yet, so many of the opening bands and comedians are, are terrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I remember uh, uh, in December, uh, I went to see Titus Andronicus, uh, okay. a.k.a. the greatest band that ever lived. Do you feel that uh, way? I love them. That's great. I really love them. They're fun. Uh, they just had a new album come out on Friday that I've been, or like, you know, last Friday, two Fridays ago, that I've been listening to nothing else uh, since. It's oh, just really good, really good. Anyway... They they had two openers. The, the The middle band was really good, but the first band, the guy told the story. He was just like, "Yeah, I just saw Patrick on the street in the East Village, and I asked him if we could open, and he was nice enough to say yes." And uh, I could just imagine him being like, "Oh no, why did I agree <laughs> yeah. to this?" That's definitely a thing. Yeah. Because they it, it's two guys first of all, 
it was a, a guitar player and a singer and then a drummer. That was the band. Okay. And I was like, I love a duo like that because it's clear that these guys don't have any other friends. Yeah, they're best friends, but that's because it's their only friends. Yeah, they're best friends. Everyone else can't stand them. They can't meet a bass player <laughs> that they like. Yeah. Uh, or that likes them, mm-hmm. or will, who will stick around. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, just forget it. Like, we're just going to do it ourselves. Uh, and they were so bad. Uh, it's just so awful. Until their final song, which was a cover of You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. <laughs> that um, was the good part of the show. It was really, show. really good. Oh, that's great. And then... Uh, that show too, they Titus Andronicus comes on stage, and it's like you know, the band is setting up, and they're just kind of playing stuff over the loudspeaker. And as the crowd's getting more full and noisier, that the levels start to come up. You know, it was very, very straightforward <laughs> before the show stuff. Yeah. So there's an uptick in the volume when the song um, "Wanted Dead or Alive" by Bon Jovi comes on, mm-hmm. and I heard it, and I thought, oh, like you know, it's just. Uh, you know, people are getting rowdy. They got to turn it up. But that was the song that the band walked on to and <laughs> kept setting up on stage while Patrick Stickle soloed on his guitar to Want a Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. That's pretty sweet. And it was awesome. That's pretty cool. It was really sick. I think he's the only the only like rock dude who's like actually funny in that way. Oh, he's like a funny dude. I think it's just like I, I've, I might have said this on the show before, but Patrick Stickles is the only guy in rock and roll right now who's actually cool and is not a chode. Oh, that's cool. All these like, oh, God, anytime these bands try to do like stage banter. It's so it's awkward. Like, like I remember it's like I like the band, but I saw swearing a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know that's like the Waxahachie yeah. that her sister uh, is uh, the, the lead singer and the, like, the main creative force? Yeah, I want to see. Um, <clears throat> Waxahachie's coming in April. I'm going to try to go to that show. Yeah, I'd go to that show. Hey, let's, let's go. Do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Swearin', a good band. They had this like really good album come out, in, I think, like 2013 or 2014. So I went to see them at the Music Hall of Williamsburg, and they just like, they wasted so much time just like gabbing in between. The shows are just like, this is not fun. No one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like they're just doing these in-jokes yeah, like of, of the band on stage for a long time before the next song. I hate that so much. It's it's insufferable. Yeah, I saw uh, Diarrhea Planet a few months ago, maybe a year mm-hmm. ago. They're perfect in the way that they don't stop in between songs. See, that's good. Yeah. The only time they stopped is like if a string broke, they changed it. Oh, yeah. They tuned. Yeah. And the guy was just like, just saying, all right. Great time to play here. I love playing in Brooklyn. Like, okay, this is the perfect yeah. amount of banner. Just like, you know, just say you like Brooklyn and we're just going to cheer for you. And then, <laughs> and then you can get into your next song. My favorite is when bands uh, change, if they name a location in the song, uh, <laughs> yeah, they change, change it. it to whatever the town is that yeah. they're in and then they expect people to go crazy. <laughs> you said Jimmy Buffett earlier. I just imagine he's just going like, wasting away again in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I think, honestly, if that happened, I might go like, yeah. Speaking of... Jenny Lewis, a couple years ago, when he played the Barclays Center, joined Jimmy Buffett on stage for a song. What? He, they sang Come Monday together That's... because it was like on all of these like music sites. Just like, can you believe Jenny? You know what? We're going to go out to this. We're going to go out to this song. Before you get into that, <laughs> does, she, uh, does she live in Brooklyn? I don't think so. Oh, so I, don't she... th- I don't know. I, think, I thought she was uh, like a California gal. That's how it appears to me. But I could also imagine like uh, Brooklyn when it was very cool. She was here. I have no idea that. Keep whispering creepily into the microphone. Maybe you can see it. Wait, no, hold on. No, no, no. No, no. She's. Well, maybe they took it down. Although, apparently, based on this YouTube search, 
Jimmy Buffett later joined Jenny Lewis, the Watson twins, and M. Ward for Handle with Care. Oh, that's great. Monday. That's a pretty fun little... Why would they take this video down? Who is watching this? <laughs> Maybe that's why they took it down. Not getting enough uh, play. All right, we're not going to go out to that song. Because <laughs> we we're going to take a little break uh, here while the, while the changeover to the 11 o'clock show, which is us. Oh, yeah, baby. You know? We'll just do a different Jenny Lewis song. Did you listen? Did you listen to the Voyager at all? I feel like I heard the big hits from it, mm, like a, just like one of the guys. Oh, just baby, one of the you guys. know I love that song. I really like that song. We're, we're gonna, doing that? yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, all right, guys, we're gonna uh, take a little break here, a little musical break for just a couple minutes, and then you're gonna hear some ads for other shows on the station, and then me and Amir will be back for the eleven to noon hour. So get those calls in. Do not touch that dial. We will be back very shortly in the meantime here is jenny lewis back in a moment but not bye <laughs> stick around Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, I am Colby Smith. I'm the host of Young Persons Radio, which just ended its usual time slot here on Radio Free Brooklyn, which is from 10 to 11. And you might notice that uh, it is now 11 o'clock, and I should be out of here, and Joe and the gang, for point of order, should be here. But instead, I'm covering for, uh, covering for them yet again. Uh, so this is Colby Smith. I'm here with my guest, Amir Khan. Hello. Holdover from the 10 o'clock uh, comedy call-in hour. So we're just going to keep on trucking here uh, uh, to bring up the Grateful Dead, which we were talking uh, about a little bit in the first hour. Uh, so, yeah, so call in uh, and give us, uh, give us a ring. 904-351-0729 is the number. That's 904-351-0729. Call in, even if you are a regular point-of-order listener and just want to tell us how disappointed you are that uh, everybody on the show is... Oh, if uh, you want to fight with me, I'll fight with you. I honestly am spoiling for a fight this morning, Amir. <laughs> I feel like me and Colby are ready to fight somebody. That's right. I always... I always kind of am, but this yeah. morning especially. Okay, so if you want to fight, Colin, or if you want to tell us, I guess, about like a good concert experience, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was the worst or a good concert experience, I think that'll be a classic con. Yeah, maybe. agreed, agreed. Just to, 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 to carry over what we were talking about in the first hour. So that's 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. This is Radio Free Brooklyn with me, Colby Smith, and my guest, Amir Khan. Hello. Hey. How's it going? It's going well, man. I'm what glad if, you're here. Point of Order is a sports show. Mm -hmm. Yes. Do they have any like reoccurring segments we could do? You know, um, I don't think so. They, it's pretty general. Uh, uh, they know a lot about a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, they kind of just kind of break down the week. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of good uh, insight. We have a fantasy baseball starting up soon. So I'm actually kind of mad that they're not here because, so, uh, you know, could have used some of their, some of their tips. <laughs> Are you in fantasy baseball? I'm going to do fantasy baseball this year. Do you know year, about yeah. baseball? Uh, no. At all or just a little bit? No, I mean, I like it. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't have a brain for stats, which I feel like is a very common thing that people who are not into sports say. So if you're still a point of order listener and you haven't turned off uh, by now, uh, you probably did uh, when I said that. But I will say I'm also not a fucking baby. <laughs> I remember I, I went on a date once. Right, come here. I, like, I like how you being called a baby leads into you talking about a date. <laughs> I went on a date once, and uh, 
someone asked me what I did this uh, that that previous weekend, and okay. I said uh, I said, oh, I went to a baseball game uh, with my friends, and it was uh, really fun. And she said, do you like sports? Wow, like that. And I was like, what are you a child? <laughs> Like, no one can like sports in any degree of liking sports. Yeah. Like, it can't just be a fun thing. I did that rules me out. All of a sudden, this date is over. <laughs> Caller, welcome to the air. You're on with me and Amir Khan. What the heck is going on? Uh, well, uh, um, where's, where's my sports? What? Where's my sports? Well, uh, we, I think we were just talking about sports a little bit, um, caller. Uh, who is this, by the way? This is Jack Bykowski. Jack Bykowski. Um, where are you calling from, Jack? Denver. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, the, the, the Mile High City. Denver, you just got um, somebody. You know. Who'd you get, uh, Jack, if you're such a big sport? Who'd Denver just get? Well, here's the thing. I expect this to be a sports talk, so I call in so I can find out who we got. Uh-huh. But, but I, I tune in, and I just see these two bozos talking about, talking about what? What, exactly? Not sports. Well, we were talking about sports a little bit. Uh, uh, Jack? Yeah, tell me about some sports. I want to hear about sports. That's all I want to hear about. Well, if we want to uh, talk about your Denver Broncos that you love so much, uh, I think they just made an off-season splash without Cousins. They don't need Kirk Cousins in order to make an off-season splash that could alter the destiny of the franchise. They don't need him. We're just three and a half days out from free agency opening across the NFL, right? The legal tampering period opens on Monday. And look out for the Denver Broncos to be active is all I'm saying. All eyes are on the Kirk Cousins situation. Over the last few weeks, the Minnesota Vikings have leapfrogged Denver as the most likely destination for Cousins, and there are multiple reports corroborating that. Minnesota's built to win right out of the gates. While Cousins could feasibly still hit the ground running in Denver, there's no question that the Broncos lack the overall depth and balance on the roster that Minnesota offers. I mean, it'll come down to money in all likelihood. I mean, all things being equal, Cousins, who is from the Midwest region, could very well choose to stay in the NFC. That's the conference he knows. And if that happens, how will Denver's focus shift? I mean, sure, guys like Case Keatum and uh, A.J. McCarron will be there. But if Denver swings and misses on Cousins, there's one other way GM John Elway can make a big offseason splash. And it has nothing to do with overpaying a journeyman quarterback, let me tell you. That's right. We all know how the story ends if Casey Keenum or A.J. McCarron end up in Denver. It's another stopgap option to keep the seat warm for a presumptive rookie quarterback to be selected at pick five. I mean, why bother spending $15 million plus on a stopgap when there's more than one future franchise quarterback to be had at the top of the draft? Cleveland picks number one overall and number four. Then it goes to the New York Giants at number two. And the, the Indianapolis Colts at number three. Holding two picks in the top four, there's a really good chance Cleveland will listen to offers for the first overall pick, especially considering how active they've been on the trade market. I mean, that means teams like the New York Jets, who are also likely to miss out on Cousins, will be in the market for the top two picks in the draft. I mean, sans Cousins, Elway will have to get aggressive and find a way to jump at least three spots to number two. I mean, doing so might cost a couple of first-round picks, a second or a third, but it would provide the Broncos a franchise-saving return. 
you know, getting Josh Rosen, say, or, or Baker Mayfield would give the Broncos an ace in the hole for at least the next decade and would allow Elway to step away from the team in a few years when his contract expires with a viable succession plan in place and stability at the most important position on the field. But it's hard to say how much the Broncos would have to be willing to give up in order to jump three or four spots. I mean, much of it will depend on demand and how many other teams are also looking to do the same. But getting a bona fide franchise-caliber quarterback on an inexpensive contract for the next five years would have all kinds of trickle-down benefits for the Broncos. And passing on Cousins would allow the Broncos to invest in other positions in need of free agency, like the offensive line, edge, and cornerback. In fact, the Broncos might be best served to stay out of the Cousins sweepstakes altogether and focus all their efforts on moving up in the draft. I mean, if you're looking for a splash move that has the best odds at improving Denver's destiny, trading up would make more sense than investing $90 million guaranteed in a quarterback yet to win a playoff game, or half of that in a journeyman. Jack? Jack? I, I, I wasn't listening. Could you... Could you... Sorry, I, I was away from the phone. I just don't think the, uh, the Broncos need uh, Kirk Cousins. You do or don't. <laughs> what do you think, Jack? What do you think is the smartest move for the Broncos right now? Uh, I think we need handsomer guys. Kirk Cousins is I mean, handsome, so that Kirk might Cousins, be. We need handsomer guys. Uh, I think handsome guys play better football. Look at Tom Brady. You know, that's you not like a, his politics, don't you, Jack? That's not a bad theory. Yeah, you like his politics, Jack? Not at all. Jack? Not at all. You know, Tim Keck. I think uh, Kirk Cousins. No, go on. Kirk Cousins is handsome, but he's. Uh, we need. We need a. We need like a hunk, a drop dead gorgeous hunk. All right. Yeah. What if Chris Pine starts staying for this, playing for the Broncos? Is what? that your guy? Is that your guy, Colby? Chris Look, Pine? he's he's not at all my guy. All right. Uh, I, I got I got other guys ahead of Chris Pine. Okay, Philip Seymour Hoffman. John, yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Chris, Chris Frein's your hunk. Chris Frein? What'd I say? <laughs> <laughs> Number one for me, John Hamm. Definitely. Definitely okay. John Hamm. The madman John himself. John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's my John hunk. Hamm should, oh, He's my He hunk. should be the coach. He's <laughs> a bit too old. He does look like he could be like a coach that people would be like, that's a hot coach. I think he did a baseball movie. Not I feel like he did, ago. yeah. Yeah, I think it was for Disney. I feel like that, too. He's a fan of the... I'm thinking Army Hammer. Oh, Army Hammer would be great. Uh, those Australian brothers. Hemsworths. The superheroes. Oh, yes. Yes. Those two. The Where's the accent coming from? Uh, this is, accent was not there before in the beginning <laughs> of this call. <laughs> what? Listen, there are two things I love. Football and hunks. I took this opportunity to mix them together. Hey, that's good. We all like a good football funny. game. A good hunk. That's good. Cool. Two things this I is, love this is getting a bit too whitewashed. I want to add, we, we got to keep it diverse. Yeah, that's uh, both, Jack. The beautiful people of all cultures, I think we should include. All right, you're laying it on a little thick now. Not just these pretty white boys, <laughs> although they're very handsome pretty white boys. All right, how about Idris Elba? Mm. Yes, he'd wow. be a great uh, tight end. I think he's got a nice tight end body Ugh. in more ways than one, in Ugh. my opinion. Yeah, no, we well, all isn't he a bit old? Saying. Shouldn't he be a coach Is by your logic? Is Put he... his tight end in tight end. You know who I think is underrated 
Antonio Banderas. Wow. I think he's really? so handsome. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel Remember like, that uh, one? That, go ahead. I feel like people love him. I feel like the ladies love Banderas. Well, probably not now, but... Not I'm sure he gets a lot more praise in Latin American countries I for his that. good looks. Uh, from my, I'm from Miami, so it's basically he, Latin American country. I mean, he was and, yeah, like... love him. Yeah. He was he was a he was like a heartthrob in the nineties. He was like he you remember Desperado that movie he did that movie with was the, sweet with a briefcase gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I always think about that scene with uh, uh, Salma Hayek. Hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever see Zorro? Was that him and Zorro? Yeah, it yeah. was him and Zorro. Him and Z- and uh, uh, yeah. and he's the dad in Spy Kids. <laughs> Auga. <laughs> all right, all right. So we got Zorro. We got the hammer. Uh-huh. We got and uh, what quarterbacks? Say, Chris Prine. <laughs> Chris Prine. John Prine's um, son, Chris Prine. The two Australian brothers. There's three of them, I think. Idris Elba. Uh-huh. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, just the dude. Michael B. Jordan. I don't like Michael Black B. Jordan. Dude. You don't think he's handsome? Oh, he's a handsome wow. guy, but as an yeah. actor, uh, you know, he's great. He's a great actor, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's... I think his handsomeness has uh, altered the way people think his acting is. Interesting, yeah. I, I haven't seen Black Panther I think he's a yet. fine actor. Did you see? You saw Black Panther? I saw it the day yeah. you were supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> well, we're not talking about acting. We're talking about hunks. football and hunks. Oh, then yeah, put, uh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan deserves to be in there. Both those yeah. boxes. All right, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to Google handsome guys and see who comes up. Oh, it's definitely going to be no celebrities. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not it's just going to be stock photos of handsome right, guys. Gonna, oh, you know who the first celebrity is? Zach Efron and okay. Chris Evans. Zach Efron are the two. The two. I'm you know say. who is Zach Efron? Uh, I feel like he's funny. Handsome actors. Number one result. Yeah. Chris or Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's good. He'll be the team captain. Bradley Cooper. He was yeah. the American. Who's going to be our yeah, quarterback? A lot of whiteies. A lot of whiteies in this uh, Google search. I feel like Army Hammer looks like a quarterback. He does look like a quarterback. <laughs> you know what came up? Marlon Army. Brando in Last Tango in Paris. <laughs> I guess. He's a fucking fat ass. <laughs> so maybe Marlon Brando uh, like circa, team. circa Last Tango is our quarterback. Yeah. Listen, uh, All right. Play, All right. That sounds pretty good. I want that. Definitely what the Denver Broncos Association needs, I think. Because, you, you know, we just we don't have a history of handsome guys. Peyton Manning, no. I want to All the other ones. Out. They're not handsome either. Is John Elway considered handsome? I want to call a timeout. <laughs> Referee. That's such a good character. Marlon Brando, wanna, football player. I need a couple minutes with my guys. Everybody huddle up. <laughs> Listen. The defense is killing us. They're going to find a way to break through. They're going to try and blitz. This is your SNL audition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now's the time. They're doing showcases uh, this week. Are they? Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to sneak into one. Yeah, they're doing them all over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Jack, you still there? Yeah. Talk about football for a couple minutes. Yeah, well, you know. What can I say that hasn't already been said? It's a beautiful game. It's played on grass. Oh, you can't even name a, a name 
a football player right now. Non-quarterback. Non-quarterback. Not a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Bell. Okay. Bell? Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, he's right. oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I thought you were just saying Bell from Beauty yeah. and the Beast. <laughs> to be honest, I kind of come to the show to learn about football. Okay, yeah, you know what, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry to sorry to jump down on you. Well, I never claimed to be an expert. What are you an expert? Everyone's. I feel like everybody's an expert at least one yeah, thing. Yeah, Amir has fonts. I have fonts. <laughs> <laughs> like a piece of shit. I'm the most boring person ever. What, <laughs> what is your specialty? Well, I do in my basement have a tiny uh, ecosystem of various uh, marine life, ranging from you know anemones to urchins to starfish. Um, it's it's definitely a passion of mine uh, to visit their tank and feed them and watch them. Uh, eat and ejaculate on each other which they do frequently mm-hmm. I think it's very beautiful mm-hmm. now did you expect a huge laugh line there when you said ejaculate hmm did you expect well, no it's just what they do <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah okay well good that's cool I'm did glad you pick up have you ever no have you ever I'm sorry I, I feel a little disrespected I just want to ask you oh you have feel you disrespected the urchin you feel before? disrespected? No, no, no. You've been, you on, the air, you've been on the air for 13 minutes and you bet you, you feel disrespected? when you pick up a sea urchin? It ejaculates all over you. That's what, what it does when it's scared because its last thoughts before it dies is it needs to reproduce. That's just a scientific fact. I to ask anyone. All right, uh, AP Bio. <laughs> yeah, if we get Pat Oswald over here. <laughs> it's what... It's... I... Uh, you ask me what my what my hobby was, I tell you, and what what do you want me to do? Look, now, look, you're 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 doing. Look, I I feel like you think this is going worse than it is. You're doing a great job. I was uh punching you in the ribs, as they say. <laughs> now, Jack, do you want to go ahead? You know what were you going to say? Yeah. No, you know what? Go ahead. I feel like every time I say something, it's wrong. I'm going to do something for you now that uh uh is going to feel mean to you but it's going to be an honor trust me okay 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 can you tell me once again about your fish they're not fish you're, you're sea urchins <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny <laughs> all right we got another call coming in cool uh Caller, caller, you're on the air with me and Amir Khan. Hello. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. How's it going, guys? Hey, is this... uh, Oh, we know this is. Is this Trevor Lyon? (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. Pat's here. Karen just came in. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hi. What's up, Um, dude? Oh, we're here ourselves. Not much. Uh, listen, we love sports too, so we call in. Cool, uh, we're doing sports today. How do you feel about the about Kirk Cousins and the Broncos? Um, go. Uh, I think I think he should go there, but uh, I don't I don't feel a lot about it. Uh, I hope he does what's right for family, but uh, I do think it would make sense. 
Uh-huh. No, I don't really know. I don't. I don't know much about football, to be honest with you. Yeah. And your hometown team, uh, the Washington Redskins. You. The yeah. main thing about them you like is the name. What's that? The main thing you like about them is their name. <laughs> He's giving you a chance. What's that? <laughs> about Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I do like Kirk Cousins' name. A lot. I, I know what you're. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to change the subject, <laughs> but uh, it's not going to work, buddy. <laughs> no, uh, it's a good, you know, Kirk Cousins is a good, it's a strong name. Here's a question for you guys. Uh, so if you play football, what position would you want to play? But the caveat is is that you would never get hurt. Like, you would never get injured. Oh, oh that's fun. Okay. So it's purely like, would you rather... Okay. Uh, Am I good at this question? I know, if that's people, the case, if or, that's the case, I know what? exactly it's the answer. And I would be the guy who returns the kickoff. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. I would just be mowing dudes down. I feel like I hear yeah, Pat's that's a good one because I think that's like the position that gets the most rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there are people who wanted to eliminate just the kickoff in football because it's the play where like you just get enormous guys who get a hundred yards to like run as fast as they can mm-hmm. to catch up to you, and I guess a lot of injuries get created then. Yeah, well, I guess. But not me. <laughs> Not you. No. And when you get a, a, a touchdown hurt, right? from a kick return, it's cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be a. I mean, if I can't get injured and I, if I'm good at it, uh, a running back would be sweet as hell. Just plow up through that line. Yeah. That defensive line. What about you? What about you guys over there? Um, I would probably do. Uh... Yeah, either – I mean, it would still be fun to be a quarterback. You get to, like, be involved in every play and throw it. But I feel like a wide receiver would be very cool. Yeah, like, that would really be sick. Sweet catches. That would be really sick. of getting your head chopped off. Mm-hmm. I would like to get my head chopped off, uh, you know, in a terrorism-related thing. Um, I think it would be dramatic. Like in a video? Oh, sh- yeah, you know, if they're putting a video out and they're sending it to America, <laughs> trying to send a message. Yeah, <laughs> like you, it's like they've got a they've got like a black hood over your head and they pull it off. To, yeah, but if I can't, get, but only if I can't you. get hurt, injured in this scenario. Oh, oh we're okay. still doing the same football. So scenario. like they yeah, pull the thing off and then you do like a Jack Bauer where you like stand up and you like headbutt the guy behind you and then you you break free of the chains, and then you elbow the guy and then you grab the guy's AK forty seven and then you gun everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm basically an American. He- I would like to be an American hero. Is what I'm saying. And then you grab the camera and you're like, this is what America does. Yeah, and then I get the whole entire country chanting USA. Yeah. That'd yeah. be so sweet. Everybody on the internet chanting USA. Yeah. Here's that. Now you can hear the chair, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Trevor, what are you doing this morning, buddy? Uh, what am I doing? Uh, yeah, dude. Not much. Uh, sports-wise, I'm playing FIFA right now. Uh, oh, nice. Soccer, video game. Um, that's pretty much it. I had some plans, but they ended up being canceled. Oh, tuned into the show nice. listen to concerts i feel like you don't go to that many concerts uh, is what i was thinking when you guys mm. brought that up yeah. you? But you know what's also exhausting uh intermission wise made me think of this is a movie that has an intermission oh, yeah i feel like i don't see a lot of movies. last time i saw a movie was like on netflix i saw gandhi and that, <laughs> <laughs> that intermission and i was like you don't need to put intermission on netflix yeah they uh the uh the last one i saw was the hateful eight in 70 millimeter had an intermission were we talking about that, Trev? Yeah, that's what I think made me think of it. Is I think that's the last one that I experienced that too. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, wasn't there like I think a Jeff Daniels like Civil War movie? Uh, Glory intermission is also. what you're thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, a movie which I have not seen in its entirety. I've only seen a smattering of scenes on TNT. Uh, I wonder if they do the intermission on TNT or if they just have a long commercial break. <laughs> yeah, they got an extra long commercial break. You the half learn. hour commercials. You got to learn about brands. You got to. Trevor, yeah. what's your favorite brand? Could be anything. My favorite brand? Oh, oh yeah. it's Spotify. It's a great app. You can download Spotify <laughs> onto your phone. Uh, and after paying a monthly fee, you get no ads. Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, I love Spotify Premium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got uh, everything. You can make your own playlist and download them. Oh, you guys them. go. I uh, just wanted to, uh, you know, throw in. Oh, wait. Uh, Pat, did you want to say anything? Uh, what? Do you want to say oh, anything? Oh, God. Okay. Was it a specific question I can answer? Yeah. Oh, Colby. Hey. What was what was I told you that the uh, the number this number equates to uh, text wise? I'm forgetting uh, what it was. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm gonna find it out and I'll okay. call you back and tell you what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Okay. Bye. Sick. Trevor and Pat. Trevor and Pat, 904-351-0729 is our number. That's 904-351-0729. It's me, Colby Smith, on the air here at Radio Free Brooklyn with my guest, Amir Khan, until noon, at which point we'll be followed by the Brooklyn Conversation. So uh, be sure to stick around uh, uh, for that. I'm going to say, might as well throw a plug out. Mm -hmm. Trevor, who just called, I do do my monthly show hosted with Trevor. Yep. uh, First Monday of every month at Legion Mm -hmm. at 8 p.m. Next one will be first Monday of April. <laughs> yes, uh, April second. And I'll say uh, we've had Pat on too. Mm-hmm. He does great musical comedy. Yeah, you can check him out at Audio Snacks on Instagram. Yes, shout out the homies. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of talented people call this show. Amir. Yeah. Is there anybody who's like besides the guy who called before Trevor? Very. Is there any like people who suck? No, everyone's good. Really. <laughs> Are you scared to say the truth on the air? Nope. Everyone's good. Okay. <laughs> Is there any... Do you guys... Uh, You were telling me you don't have any regulars anymore too much, except one person. I'm glad you brought this up, uh, Amir. Uh, I have... I, I've talked about this privately, but I'm going to do so publicly now. Uh, Marta, I miss you. Where are you? I mean, you're probably not listening now uh, because it's the second hour and, uh, you know, you usually, uh, you know, this is the cap. This should, the 10 to 11 show is the, the, the cap to your morning, as you've told me before. But uh, I, I would love it if you would call again. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while. I hope everything's okay. Uh, uh, miss, miss talking to you. want to talk to you. I, I, it's, hard, it's hard for me to admit a loss, Amir. And um, I miss, I've lost Marta and I don't know where she is and I miss her. I want to talk to her. That's sad. 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. Is uh, uh, Give us a call. Is 904 Brooklyn? No, it's no. What is it? I don't know. Okay. You've, you've never been curious about... I mean, look, we can look it up right now. 904 area code. It's a telephone... Oh, oh my God. Is it Denver? Area code 904 is the telephone area code in use for most... Of the first coast region of the state of Florida. Oh, baby. Including all of the metropolitan area and metropolitan area of Jacksonville. Hey, you gotta love Jacksonville, baby. Unless that's where the racists are. Jaguars. Auga. Auga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Amir. Colby. 
Yesterday, I shot something. Mm-hmm. With a gun? <laughs> I filmed something. Okay. Yesterday, I was in a, an episode of Mysteries at the Museum. Oh, that's awesome. This is a travel channel show uh, that a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, people, they shoot it in New York and around New York. Um, and it's, uh, it's a historical reenactment show. So there's no dialogue. There's just you're acting out these scenarios in which um, uh, a narrator is narrating the okay. story. Um, very fun to do. I've done it a couple times. Went back yesterday, uh, and it was by far the most nuts assortment of New York actors I have ever seen in one place. Uh, nuts in is like, there's a lot of people that, that you're impressed by, or is no, it nuts? Like, this is crazy in that they people. They are all insane. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I will begin, of course, with the cat ladies. <laughs> So, so, in one of these stories, there is featured a cat actor, right? Okay. The cat actor's name is Wilma. Okay. She is brought to set by her owners, a mother and daughter who are the same height, look exactly the same, uh, and are like, they have some kind of showbiz connection, because I hear her, the daughter talking about how she would go to the Emmys with her father when she was, like, nine. You That's kind of sweet. She's telling the stories, and they, they look very much like Hollywood, like Brentwood wives, you know? They're yeah. just, like, wearing, like, sweatsuits, and, like, they're very done up, and they have, like, like bleach blonde hair and everything. But for some reason, here they are in New York. And um, this the mom... The older woman said my favorite sentence of the whole day when we were just like, oh, like, what's the, what's the cast name? She's like, Wilma. She was like, oh, we're, oh, how old is she? And her response is, she's th only three, but she's already the mother of five grand champions. That is so cool. And we were all too shocked <laughs> to say, grand champions of what? No one said anything. We all just looked at each other like, what What grand champions of what? Is that, is that just a positive way of saying grandkids? Maybe. Because what is grand champ? That is so cool. I assume it means of some kind of like cat show, but I don't know what that looks like. Or what it is, because I know what the Westminster Dog Show is. Yeah. But I don't know if there's a cat equivalent. But apparently, this whole family won. That's insane. <laughs> hey, that's a good looking family, I guess. And they also, by the way, had very hot takes on the Me Too movement. Oh, let's hear, let's hear a take from one. They of, were just like, they're not those, Colby's thoughts. Those girls knew what they were doing. <laughs> it was shocking. It was. So insane. That's insane to say. Like in front of strangers. In front of strangers. This was our first conversation. Because this was, she was like, she was like, I've been offered $25,000 by some very high profile people just to spend the night with them. And I didn't do it. I could have been a statistic. It was insane. It was, it was fucking crazy. Uh, and that's just where it's, that's where the day started. That's right. Great. So then you get to talking to like all the, all these like young ish 
uh, it's a lot of dudes. There's a lot of dudes at this uh, shoot who are all just just like these actors. Actors are so horrible. <laughs> They're just all just like doing voices for each other like all the time, and like not in a way that like came up organically earlier when I was doing Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's just like it would be like uh, uh, like Hey, how's it doing? And they would someone would how's it going? Someone would just be like Oh, just fine, dear boy, just oh, fine. God. And I'm just like that's I heard you talk before, and that's not it. I don't know why you feel like you're. Are doing this just like these people who just they have no like membrane in their brain for when is performing time and when is not performing time, <laughs> right? So the best part was that there is a guy who seemed, as the day went on, dangerously unhinged. Okay, <laughs> because the first thing he said to me was, "We, we, we were just like, hey, we're like introducing ourselves. We're all sitting around this table." Uh, like waiting to like get put in a costume and everything. And this guy uh, is just like, hey, like, how's it going? He's like, my name's Alex. And I was like, I'm Colby. The guy next to me's name was Michael. And this other, this woman's name was Ruth. And he goes, uh, he talks like a Kevin Bauer character, right? He's like, like he's like, uh, yeah, those are easy names to remember. They're not like Bing or Juju or something. People have the craziest fucking names, man. I'm telling you. And I was like, okay, we've got a... Uh, Got a this guy's a racist on our hands. I'm sick of nicknaming people named Juju. Can't handle meeting any more people named Juju, which is very unfortunate that he said Juju. Yeah, you know, because uh, he's also an anti Semite, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so sounds so, like an unhinged man. So this, so it, it's then he's just like we're chatting and just, just like talking about like he's like, yeah, I don't have a day job. Like I'm able to like support myself with this stuff. Like, oh, that's awesome. So he gets up to get some coffee from the craft services, right? He walks over to get some coffee. He, he scoots past a PA. He, like, has to angle his body by a PA. Then he falls down, okay? The PA turns around, goes, oh, my God, like, sorry about that. Are you okay? He stands up. He goes, oh, I faked it. <laughs> then he comes back over to our table, sits down, and goes, he's laughing. He goes, I like to see people's reactions. <laughs> and I was like... This guy is a psychopath, right? So then he gets called into a scene. So he gets, he's there, they're shooting with him for a while. I'm just like, uh, 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 you know, reading a book. Uh, and he comes back. The guy next to me is writing in a notebook. He's like, hey, man, can I get some paper? Uh, um, I really just need to write this idea down. The guy gives him some paper. He pulls out a pen. He writes down three words. Web series, colon, Tinseltown. <laughs> And he was like, then he's like, sees me looking at him and he's like, yeah, it's this idea I have that like, uh, it takes place like on a film set, you know, uh, for this, uh, this series, I'm thinking like 12 episodes, all a half hour, <laughs> 12 episodes, all a half hour it takes place on a film set, you know, cause people see the finished product, but, uh, they don't see what happens behind <laughs> the scenes. And I was like, man, that is every show now. Yeah. Every show is behind the scenes. It sounds like. And so then for the rest of the day, he keeps asking this guy for more notebook paper. He's furiously writing in this thing all day when he's not shooting and howling, laughing to himself. Like he'll write something and just be like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll like occasionally like, like tell me what he's, what is going on. And he's like, yeah, so this first episode, it's about this PA, right? And she's beautiful. It's her, her first day on the job and she's coming back. She's got coffee for all the producers, you know? And she, you know what's coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. You have a girl carrying coffee. She trips over a wire and she spills it all over this producer. And uh, he doesn't even have a reaction. And uh, 
And uh, so he just kind of walks away. And this other producer comes over and she's like, hey, you know, it was first day it happens. And then she goes, by the way, keep your shoes tied. First impression, really important. Then she looks down, sees that her shoes are untied. The thing cuts to black. <laughs> is, this man, is this man a comedian? No! <laughs> I like the cut to black. Like, that's the punchline. I had to entertain like this guy for 12 hours. <laughs> oh, Amir, it was, it was nuts. That's great. Everyone is so crazy. <laughs> Everyone was so crazy. I wonder what the story they're saying about you is. I mean, they probably just, uh, um, uh, just thought I was rude because I was like very much just like putting out there. Uh, that I did not want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like, people would say things and I'd just be like, haha, yeah. Like, you know how you do that thing where it's just like, I will say whatever I have to do to, end this to, to make this be over. Like, I'll agree to anything. <laughs> like, I'll just like nod along. Oh, the best part was he showed me a list. He was like, yeah, I've been keeping this list of, uh, of uh, of nicknames that I've heard people say on set, and I'm just going to put them all in the series because I just think they're all so funny. And the nicknames were like Jimmy. <laughs> I kid you not, Jimmy was one of the names on the list of crazy <laughs> nicknames. So he hates any names. So he doesn't even just hate yeah. like, Juju. He yeah. hates any name. <laughs> yeah. He hates nicknames. Is the situation? This guy, I was, and he's like a big, like hulking man. Mm -hmm. uh, I was so afraid of him. And I sat across from him all day while he cackled to himself about the things he was writing. Like, he was so performative. And sometimes he would be just like, <laughs> like, this. I mentioned this woman, Ruth, was sitting next to us. He would just be writing, right? And he'd be like, he'd be Colby's silent. writing right now. He'd be silent for a while, and he'd, he'd go, God damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> like, outside. <laughs> and then, so Ruth leans over, and it's just like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> and he goes, he looks up, like, real quick. He's like, what? And she's like, What's wrong? You just said, uh, you just like seemed upset. And he goes, oh, no, everything's fine. She goes, what are you doing? He goes, writing. <laughs> and then goes back. And then she like shuts up. I wonder if he was like writing his script and like acting it. Like that was just the lines. Like, yeah. Goddamn son of a bitch. Maybe. I mean, he didn't fall any other times. He's like, oh, he's faking it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I faked that. That guy's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. You it was the most. Info? Oh, no way, man. I didn't get anybody's. Contact info. Guy for sure has a business card on him. But I did tell them all to call into the radio show. 904 <laughs> 9043510729. We got about twenty minutes left in the show and I would love to would love to talk to some people. So we've had Sarah call. Yeah. Who just woke up. Yeah. We've had Jack call. Mm -hmm. Who's into fish. Yeah. We've had Trevor call who's playing FIFA. Yeah. And Pat we talked to Pat for a little bit. Would love to get some ladies on the line. Uh, you know, to maybe uh maybe break up the male energy of uh oh yeah of all the callers. You know, nine oh four three five one oh seven two nine. That's not to say that a dude can't call in now. But if you are a lady, I wanna I want you to know that you're welcome. All right. I'm done. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh yeah. What do you got going on today, Colby? <laughs> <laughs> No, we're going to be working on uh, David Lynch Ruins Episode 3 later. Oh, you're filming today or you're editing? Or... <laughs> i got to do both because they're past due. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
When was it due? It was due yesterday. Oh, boy. That's all right now. That's cool. We got it. We got it. All right. We got a call on the line, Let's Amir. Let's hear it. Let's do it. Caller, you're on the air with me and Amir Khan. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hi. Uh, hi. I just decided to call if you were a girl, so I, 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 thought, I, was, I thought I would. What's... Okay, two things. What is your name, and are you at a mall? Uh, my name's Kate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm at a mall. Which mall are you at? <laughs> are you in New York? No. Okay. Uh, well- I'm at the uh, Hudson Mall uh, in, in Westchester. Okay, so New York State. Kate, what's on your mind this morning? I'm so glad you called in because we've just had a bunch of these aggro dudes wanting to talk about sports and fighting and grilling steaks and tossing the pigskin around. Hey, you fucking cuckchoed soy boy. I'm a fucking boy. (laughs) (laughs) We got destroyed, demolished, and roasted. He hung up. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. That was great. 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. See, that's the kind of thing I don't mind. <laughs> now, that was a good twist because I thought that was a woman. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I was ready to talk to Kate. Yeah. You know, Amir, go ahead. Go, you go ahead. No, no, no. I want, I want to hear what you had to say. You know, when you're doing improv or just talking shit and you're making up a fake name, mm-hmm. I feel like Kate is such an easy name to go to, but no one does. Yeah, no one does. I don't know about you, but I know a lot of Kates. I feel like it's a very yeah, common name. It's a common name. Mm-hmm. I know maybe like three. But I guess that's more more than enough. I guess <laughs> I know twenty Kates. <laughs> I meet another Kate next week. I'm we should do a anymore. show where it's like all Kates calling in. Oh I'll yeah. Get, uh, who's a Kate? Who's a comedian? Kate Villa. Kate Villa. Kate Villa's really funny. She's funny. Yeah. Uh, get her to be the guest. Uh, have a bunch of other Kates call in. Mary Kate Doherty. Mary, yeah, Kate Doherty. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I guess it's two right there. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, enough for a Kate-themed show. Yeah, and you'll go by Kate. Yeah. For... No, next week the guest is going to be Juliet Prather. Hey. She just did uh, our show, and I met her there, and uh, she's hilarious. She's super funny. Yeah. yeah. She did, uh, we did, Matt Strickland, our, uh, our our mutual friend and frequent guest of this program, uh, um, hosted a show called Superfan, where she talked about The Crown, the Netflix show, The Crown. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was awesome. It was so funny. She's so funny. Do you have any good Netflix recommendations on that note? I feel like I've exhausted. Well, you know what I'm watching now that I've become completely hooked on is Queer Eye. Oh, my God. Have you seen the new season of that? I've only seen the first episode, and I'll tell you this. I cried. <laughs> I cried with that old man. I cried. <laughs> it, I get it. That that show is like, I watch a lot of shows that are just like depressing, and mm-hmm. it's just like, this is like dark or whatever. That is the most happy, positive show oh. On the internet. When he gets to the end of the episode and he's like, he gets the date with that woman uh-huh. and he's just like, there's the, doing the talking head with him and he's just like, I'm already looking a hell of a lot better and now I've got this date. And I'm just, yeah. he's so happy and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> he's living for the first time. He's such a happy man now and I'm so happy. And it's so funny because I could see myself becoming that man before he got a uh, queer ride. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of do the same thing almost every day. I just yeah. go to work, and eat food, and go to sleep. <laughs> like, I could totally see myself becoming that I man. I think that is why it hit me so hard. Yeah. It's because 
the line between me and that future is so thin. <laughs> I I just I feel it so strongly. Yeah. I'm just like I talk about it all the time. I'm just like I'm just gonna uh, just gonna go live in the woods. <laughs> I'm just gonna go live in the woods and be by myself, and that'll make everyone happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get. <laughs> yeah. I say that to my. Can I tell you something? Go, go ahead. ahead. Go no, ahead. please. Can I tell you something that I was uh, that I was gonna tweet, but uh, didn't? Let's and now I'm it. just gonna say it instead. Let's hear it. Maybe you, know, you the, can still tweet it. The Ides of March are coming up, right? Okay. And uh, I've been personally and professionally rejected so many times this month already that a stabbing would actually be an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's too sad for my Twitter. No, it's but not. But not for this show, baby. Oh, we're going to get even sadder. <laughs> yeah, let's do the la- I told you, man, second hour. <laughs> it gets it's the last, last sketch of SNL. <laughs> <laughs> what's, a, what's a podcast that I always like? We're sad. Oh, like uh, Mr. Gethard. Oh, right. He likes to pretend he's sad all the time. Yeah, beautiful stories from anonymous uh, uh, fans of his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just sad stories. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I listened because I thought, the first few episodes, I'm like, oh, that's going to be cool. It's like, he's going to get some prank calls. Mm-hmm. It's going to be funny. No, it's not. And the it's first like episode a... was a guy, was like an illustrator being like, oh, but should I keep illustrating? <laughs> and the answer is, uh, yeah. I mean, you're just drawing. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, just draw. Oh, man, that show blows. <laughs> I just, I too, I listened to the first like several episodes because I kept expecting it to get good. Yeah. I watch his TV show. I think his TV show is good. Mm. That podcast is uh, not funny, and I expected comedy from I that. know. I, I, didn't, I, I think I was really happy to see the show go back on True TV, be, be, er, and like, especially in like, the live hour yeah. format, because I was just like, oh, like, because it was, it was the podcast plus the career suicide mm-hmm. show. It was like he really, like, part of what is great about him is how, uh, how just like madcap his stuff could be yeah and i feel like he wasn't letting that line like look i'm not about to say that people have to do the same thing all the time um but it was after doing that like much more serious stuff for a while it was nice it was a nice refresher to just be like oh we're just gonna do an episode where like a guy's in a ball pit yeah for an hour you know yeah. uh yeah that's all there's somebody that's behind all. i like right chris now. gethard I'm not about to oh yeah i'm not about to dump on him you know let's dump on people <laughs> Let's dump on people and let's dunk on people, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, I got yeah. haters out there. Hmm? I got haters out there. We we all do. Mine uh mine just ignore me in the show. <laughs> you know, uh Trevor, it went great. I'm glad you called. Um I think you're a great guy, funny guy, one of my best friends, uh, and I'm glad you called. Mm-hmm. I just, second all that. Pat, I'm glad you're there too. You were kind of secondary on the call because you Kind of didn't know what to say when you were put on the uh, phone. But Pat, you're a great guy, too. That's right. I like your new tattoo. Amir, do you want to do a bit that we've done on the show a couple times where we give an inspiring speech? I'm good. Okay. We'll do something else then. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is like you just uh, you just start talking about uh, in about any old thing, but in the way uh, uh, of an inspiring speech. And, uh, you know, I'll take uh, I'll take care of the rest. Is there a suggestion to start off of or just off of literally you know, something, anything? Anything that's like on your mind, you know, like uh, Ilana, this is the example I always give is that Alana Rubin did one about how it's okay to not like wine. Okay. Uh, you know, any, anything like that. Oh my God, I'm on the spot. Jesus you don't have Christ, to. You don't, don't overthink it. This is just the worst day of my fucking life. <laughs> you know, if you're really on the edge and you're really about to do it, just go for it. I feel like this is your chance to really like get your name out there and get known. 
Just pull the trigger, jump off the ledge, cut the wrists. This is your chance to really show the world who you are. Now, are you taking what I'm saying at face value? No, don't really do it, but that's just a disclaimer so I don't get in trouble if you do do it. If you're depressed, do it. There's nothing... No one's gonna care. That's why you're feeling this way in the first place. No one cares about you. I don't care about you. Colby, he's laughing at you right now. This is your chance. Pull the trigger. Put your head underwater. If you could do that, honestly, that's a little bit impressive. I've tried to drown myself. It's a little hard. Yeah, I just admitted that. These are things we're doing here. And you know what? It's 2018, baby. We have the best president in the world. Let's do it, baby! Man, I really wish we could end the show with that. <laughs> but instead, we got to keep going. Should I have kept going? No, that was perfect. I don't know how many more ways to tell people. That to kill usually themselves. it's about a minute, and then the the music swells like it just did. Okay. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you for doing that. You're welcome. That was great. Oh, gee whiz. <sighs> I'm I'm, I'm going to say uh, don't kill yourself. No, no, no I was one doing a bit. No one thinks that. Okay. No one, no one, no one thinks that. I mean, but if you do, that's fine. We're going to do a quick lightning round of the uh, Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire now, Amir. Let's do it. Starting with this question. You are stricken ill. Okay. What show do you put on to heal? TV show. Yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Nice. Yes. Nice. I'm not a, a viewer, but nice. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> What's the last full album you listened to on Spotify? Oh, we're talking Spotify, baby? We're you, talking. You, I'm, I pay. I pay monthly. <laughs> so... I forget the album's name, but I can tell you the artist. It was okay. Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Okay. I don't know that. Alternative country them band, yeah. What's an internet trend that drives you nuts? You know, this is pretty wild, but I hated memes for a very long time. Yeah, they're I've, bad. I've gotten into memes, though. Like, okay. I've gotten into like, uh, darker memes, but I like memes a lot now. Mm. Yeah. Like, nice. Like that Patrick one that's going crazy? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Maybe a little bit worse than that, but yeah. I like memes are fun, I guess. Yeah. All internet right. transit, you know, I really don't give a shit about what you're doing on the internet. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, stop drawing cartoons fucking, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think hentai is really funny. I talk about it a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you brought it up a bunch. I think it's funny. It is funny. It's also funny that you talk about it so much. <laughs> I have, like, it's five a, goatee things that are funny to me. <laughs> it's a touchstone reference for you. <laughs> uh, who is an actor or actress who every time you they come on screen, you go, ooh, neat. Uh, Manny Linsky. Oh, yeah. she's Australian or news or from New Zealand. I think or New Zealand, yeah. I yes, think she's yes, great. yes. Yeah. She is so good. She oh, was in, in yeah. Up in the Air. Mm -hmm. uh, she was George Clooney's sister in mm -hmm. Up in the Air, which is cool. Yep. Um, I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's very good. I think it's good. Yeah, she's in a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. What else? She's in uh, that TV show that was on uh, the Duplass TV show. Together, mm. she was on that. She was on a. Uh, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. That was on Netflix. It was like with Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah. What was that movie? I don't know. I don't remember. She's in a, a bunch of shit. Or was or she's great. Show, rather. Yeah. Yeah, she's really good. I like her. Yeah. Next question. You find yourself in a casino. Oh, baby, I like this already. You look down in your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. Oh. Which game do you play first? I'm going to <laughs> uh, Blackjack. I feel like I get the game. It's not complicated. As you know, I've stated earlier, I'm very bad at math. I'm very dumb. Mm -hmm. So I feel like blackjack's easy. Just 
get to 21, baby. Yeah. Unless that's not what that is, and then I'm wrong. No, it is. You're right. Okay. That's then what that, that is. That's what, yeah. That's that's mine, too. Okay, cool. I like that. I think it's uh, it's just a simple, it's quick and easy, and it's exciting. It is very exciting. It's exciting in a way that other, like, roulette is just like, okay, like, maybe it's my thing. Yeah. You know, but there's just enough skill involved in blackjack, mm. but not too much. Yeah. And you I can think. say, hit me. Yeah. Yeah, you get to say, hit me. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, what is the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Mine might be Queer Eye. Okay. Um, Dumbest thing, I don't know. I feel like I don't cry much. Mm -hmm. A bit cold. That way I just made fun of suicide, as you heard. Mm -hmm. Um, Thing that made me cry. It's okay. You're an edgy New York comedian. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. The Andrew Dice Clay of... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm the Andrew Dice Clay. Um, what made me cry? Uh, I don't know. I feel like if, like... Oh, this isn't dumb, but I thought my... I was walking my dog one day, and she uh, got off leash, and I didn't notice. Cause she, like, was, like, at the same pace as me. So when you're walking your dog at the same pace, uh-huh. uh, you don't really notice that they're walking with you. Yeah. And then she, like, got off her leash, and she ran. And I was, like... I was like stress crying, like, where is she? Where's my dog? And uh, I mean, I thought I lost my dog. Yeah, that's I mean, sad to me. That is sad. That's not dumb, though. I feel like that's a fair reason to cry. Uh, yeah. Your dog. No, that's, that's my fair. little guy. So little yours, is, uh, yeah. yours is uh, uh, when your dog might run away. Yeah. You know what I have to say to that? Let's hear it. Oh! Yeah, baby. <laughs> Man, why don't you kill yourself? <laughs> The Dice oh! Man. The Dice Man. He says good stuff, huh? Oh! <laughs> Let's play that on loop for the last five minutes of the show. Amir, the Told show me. is now over. Oh, boy. It's crazy, right? It's actually two hours flew by. It really did blow by. Yeah. yeah. I'm very glad you were here and that you got to stick around for the second hour. Oh, uh, it was a lot of fun. Today. And uh, thank you for coming and doing the show. Oh, thanks for having me. We uh, uh, will be back next week with Juliet Prather, as we mentioned, uh, in our usual time slot. That's from 10 to 11. Uh, so stick around for the Brooklyn conversation, which is coming up momentarily. In the meantime, we're going to go on to, we're going to go out. We're not going to go on. We're going to go out to a song by Man of the Hour. Elton John, baby. This is Too Low for Zero from his 1983 album, Too Low for Zero. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. Brooklyn Conversation coming up shortly. Do not go anywhere.